0: Hi, my name is Kevin McQuillan, and the following pre-recorded conversations are my attempt to make sense of the human experience through the practice of yoga. I hope you enjoy. This is the class oriented word, shoulders. Left shoulder is our relationship to blame. How we blame ourselves, how we blame others, how we deal with blame in general. And the right shoulder around guilt how we can guilt ourselves, we attempt to guilt others, guilt in general, our relationship to guilt. When these are heavy experiences that we can tote along with us and destabilize this part of the body, the shoulders. And perhaps you can see yoga is the countermeasure of how to stay open. Tadasana, the standing pose, is all about that. How to stand in your own two feet and in a posture that supports your intentions and whatever your intentions are. And so it's like, I see you, I want you to see me. I'm present. I want you to be present. I am here. And there's a particular message that comes from the ways the ways in which we place ourselves in the world. And so body posture matters. For collapsing on ourselves, it sends a particular message, not only to ourselves, but to other people. And that's a problem because there are people out there that will take advantage of those that are collapsed in inside of themselves, naive, unskilled, underdeveloped, right for the pickings you could say. And that happens versus, okay, here I am. (laughs) I'm available and I'm aware and I can take care of myself. And that message is key, certainly in relationships. And so shoulders play a key role. Sometimes, I could imagine it feels like you're carrying the weight of the world, especially with all the commitments that you have and take on. It's a lot of responsibility that we can have in the world, and the ability to keep coming back to practices that support us moving the weight, and how we can feel indebted to certain things. So I'm going to walk you through some distinctions. Two titles I have this morning is insufficient and immobile. And the being that becomes, you are the being that has been, that does become, you are that being. That's what I love about uh, the yoga practice, practice of yoga, is that you can become whatever you want on your mat. That's what's so phenomenal about the practice. It's very rare that there's practices like yoga. It's like, okay, I have an intention. And over the next 60 minutes, I'm going to attempt to embody this intention. So I become it and you walk off your mat different. That's phenomenal. What I can often see and what I have often seen in the yoga world is people coming to their mat to escape from life. It's an escape. Fed up and just looking to escape. The responsibilities and have a break and these kinds of things, which is fine at times. However, that's a practice in of itself to escape. To go find some refuge, only to step off the mat and step back into the world as it was. With nothing new. And in various different ways, your week here is that. You've come here. First day, you were writing words on shelves and these kinds of things. Sounds strange, but yet how powerful. Last night you revisited your shelves. We did that. You wrote a new word on a shell and how powerful that is and that you're leaving here different. And what's worth paying attention to is that you have the practice, you have practices that change you and how important it is to celebrate these practices you have that actually change you because we all need that. We all need to change. Now the work for you is to take this change that you've embodied over the last week and implement it back at home. Ha, And won't that be curious? And there's a particular demand that comes along with that, that you have to be aware of. You've changed. That means your life has changed. That means everybody in your life has also changed. We don't like change. (laughs) And when you go back home differently, people are going to recognize that you're different. And so they have a choice attempt to force you back into who you were or accept you as you are. And that'll be very curious for you, how to navigate that. Because some people have no desire to change. And as we change, we ultimately force other people to change, to accept us for who we've become. That's a hell of a decision to make. And so just to recognize that, that that's what you're up against before you go home and when you do go home and to move with as much compassion and understanding as you possibly can. It's very difficult to change in the midst of life and our routines. This is so phenomenal about you coming down here for the last week. You've like literally pulled yourself out of your life so you can have the space to pay attention to you and to take care of yourself in new ways. And how difficult it is to do that in the midst of life in routines that are designed to keep us the same and to keep our life the same. So insufficient and immobile. Someone such as me does not deserve to be loved properly. Oh, I brought that distinction to you very early. It's a a biting perspective that we share as human beings. You say it in your own unique way, but it's something close to this something someone such as me does not deserve to be loved properly and to think about how this conversation comes to you it's the mind speaking to you it's because you're not what you should be you're insufficient you know it and so does everybody else and we can have that conversation with ourselves it's a very biting conversation we can have and fall into just look at your past and all the stupid things you've done and allowed And our past can torment us. Has your past ever tormented you? (laughs) Yeah. It's like all the evidence we need that we're insufficient and failing in some sense. And why certain experiences keep wrapping back. Have you ever noticed that? Key experiences in your life just keep coming and just slapping you every once in a while. It's like, hey, remember me? Just want to remind you that you're a failure. Nobody likes you. And there's such stiff messages attached to these experiences that wrap through us every once in a while. You've been exploited, taken advantage of. I missed that part. Used, failed, and hurt all due your all due to your sand. That's not right. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> I usually leave letters out. I don't add them. <laughs> due to your sad attempts to love. Not sand. I guess it must have been those shells that got me. <laughs> due to your sad attempts to love or at love. And our past can tell us that. That you're sad. You're sad with all your attempts to love. And look at all the examples where you failed and it didn't work out for you. And you should probably stop as quickly as you possibly can. Because you know what's waiting for you, more of this. So just stop it. You're way better off on your own. It's easier than all those messages that come along when the mind's speaking. You have a debt to pay off simply for your sad existence. I got that word right, hey, hooray, hooray for me. The debt requires you to sacrifice your soul and that debt is due now. You need to sacrifice and sacrifice because you're indebted and we can feel indebted to our past. It's a heavy load to carry our past. Whoa. You know, I think about conversations that wrap through me every once in a while and how nasty they can be. And it goes something like, you're not enough and you're insufficient. So just stop pretending that you're anything different than this. You're an imposter, you know it, and so does everybody else. So just stop it. It's a very difficult conversation to be in. It's a very difficult conversation to get out of as well because it's so bloody gripping because there's enough evidence to support that kind of conversation. And that's how we can lodge ourselves in the past, feeling sorry for ourselves. And the load and the debt increases it's a strange relationship we have to existence in and of itself. It's like there's a part of us that feels that we're indebted to existence for our sad existence. That's how it seems to me. It seems to me that we are indebted to existence itself for our sad existence. That we continuously have to give ourselves to prove something. To prove something to ourselves, to prove something to others, to prove something to existence itself. And it's this indebted experience that it seems that we can move in. That is so heavy. And blame and guilt are nestled into this experience, absolutely. You know, I think about my past and for a long time... I attempted to distance and ignore and resist my past as much as I possibly could. I refused to speak about it because I couldn't bear to be with who I was. I couldn't. And I was like a mute. It was very strange. I wouldn't allow myself to go I would allow myself to go there, but I would never allow myself to express what I was experiencing in the past. It was very painful. And that guilt and blame and shame and fear and concern and everything I carried was my debt. I carried that debt for a very long time and it was a heavy load. I created a tremendous amount of mayhem and havoc in my life and did for a very long time. And I I created a lot of hurt, not only towards myself, but to other people. And I couldn't bear that responsibility to hold myself in a different light. I would not give myself any level of compassion because I felt I didn't deserve it. And I was indebted to who I had been and had to make up for all of the things in which I've done and which I did in the past. And I could say this place is that in some ways. Peace or tree. Attempting to make my past right in some ways. To right all the wrongs I've done in my life. This is an element of it. There's no question. Somewhere nestled into this weird experiment I'm in. <laughs> and if I allow that to grip too much, it'll strip anything good out of this experience. It will not allow me to have any semblance of riches, you could say in terms of what this provides me. Like the human experience, being with people, the affection, the (laughs) oof. The vulnerability, the intimacy, the sense of belonging, camaraderie, talking about meaningful issues. And I know what that feels like because I deprived myself of it for so long, so long. And instead of being indebted to that, it's about practicing never forgetting it, it seems to me. And extracting the lessons out of where we've been. To feel into the pain and to understand what loneliness feels like so I do not go back there. To never forget where I've come from, to actually learn from it, and to be less indebted from it, but to have it be a partner in some ways, a collaborator. And that's what's so key about learning. If we don't learn, we're indebted to something. We're indebted to the regret, the guilt, the blame, the shame that we carry with ourselves, and we do that. It's in our body. And I can imagine in your way you've been grappling with something such as this this week. But you've been subordinate to something. And it's called your past, but something specific in your past that you've been subordinate to. Indebted to. For far too long and you've known it. Attempting to make it right. And so my question to you, and maybe you know. What is this experience? Is it an emotion? Is it... Some experience that you feel you have been indebted to from your past, that you've been looking to straighten out in some fashion? Yeah? Anybody got a sense of what it is, specifically? Guilt. Guilt. Thank you. Shame. Thank you. Anybody else? You should have done better. Should have done better. Thank you. <laughs> Regret. Thank you. Disappointment. Disappointment? Thank you. These are the experiences that torture us. And there is that side of us that feels we deserve it. And that's the part that needs to be made right. It's like, okay, enough, (laughs) enough. You've tortured me long enough. Now it's time to sort you out. And that's where we become something other than who we've been. That's the instigator of change in various different ways. And there's a posture that needs to be held for that to occur, a posture of courage for sure. And so that's the being that becomes. The self is the element of your being that remains intact across transformations. There's a part of you that remains. As you move yourself along and transform and evolve. There's much of you that burns away. That's the sacrifice. I need to give you up. And there's an experience that you just mentioned. You need to give up. That's gripped you for far too long. And there's a concern of, well, what happens if I give up too much? Who will I be then? And there's an element of us that doesn't like that. No. I don't know what that is, the unknown. And so I'm going to stay with the known, which is me. But to trust that there's a part of you that remains. And that's the part that we need to build a relationship to the most. That part of us that we can trust that you'll be here no matter what. The practice then is to allow what needs to go to go as it needs to go. And that's the sacrifice. You need to go. And I'm going to support you going however I need to, but you need to go. And I'm willing to sacrifice you and to confront the unknown. And that is the interesting experience. We're terrified of the past and terrified of the future. Terrified of the known, the past and terrified of the unknown, the future. But what's more terrifying you staying the same or you moving into the future? where the new you is waiting for you, whatever that looks like. And this is where we have to rearrange our relationship to fear. I fear the past more than I fear the future. And that's why it's so important to never forget what you've been through. Never forget where you come from. Included in this transformational endeavor is the admission that you're wrong. Huh. Talk about humbling. That you are wrong more than you're willing to admit. And the consideration is that you've been wrong about toting this experience along with you. And you've been torturing yourself far too long and you've been wrong about that. And the idea is not to continue to be wrong moving into the future because you already know what's waiting for you. Your past, the very thing you've already lived. What you thought was right is now limiting your ability to change. And it is humbling indeed that if you continue to hold on to embrace and grip to this experience, the one you have been subordinate to, there is no possibility for change. It will not allow it. They cannot coexist together. Maybe what you hate, hold, and contempt and fear is the very thing you must confront to experience the transformation that you need. Huh. It's the very thing that we know we need. The very place we need. We know we need to go, but in some very, in various different ways, refuse to. And this doesn't just stop at some point. This is like consistent. Confront one error of life, resolve, move to the next. Resolve, move to the next. That's why this practice is so painful in so many different ways. Because what we have to give up is significant and I think what's all, always useful is to understand through language how we're sorting ourselves out what has us and what we desire Maybe what you have in various in various different ways is the very thing you desire. Great. Maybe some of the experiences you're having is hindering your desires in the very thing you want, the person you wish to be, perhaps. And those are the places we need to look. And so that's why I see this practice this is a great sacrifice. Every time you hit the mat. An opportunity to sacrifice something you know you need to sacrifice and in some ways the very thing you don't want to give up hmm. because what's attached to it is you very you know very clearly what's attached to it and it's called suffering that you will have to suffer for how long who knows sometimes it's quick <laughs> it's a flash of emotion that comes up and dissipates sometimes it calls you to take action you have to do something, like have a conversation or complete something. It takes a bit longer. Perhaps it's so sophisticated and complicated it's going to take you several years to sort out. But what a great thing! Because it gives you the very practice you need to evolve yourself. And rarely is that easy. <laughs> Which you know, look what you've been doing this week. Good lord. And you've done this to yourself, but how much better off you are as a consequence of your efforts over the last week here. And so what do you think your past is costing you or this experience, what you're subordinate to has been costing you, depriving you of? You can get a sense of that? Intimacy, thank you. Self? Yeah. Yeah, access to the self. Mm-hmm. Else? Freedom. Freedom? Mm-hmm. What else? Happiness? Happiness. hmm Okay. You know, and then you just pause and be like, okay. <laughs> Which one do I want more of? the strange thing that's causing me unbelievable suffering or this, the happiness and intimacy and the self freedom, these kinds of things. And we have to do that consciously. What is my practice actually getting me? And what I've very much appreciated about this week and you in this week is how much you've shared yourself. It's been so inspiring. you you opened up and been so vulnerable and courageous. It's been striking. I and mean, that's the very experience that's needed to move us out of being subordinate to our past is vulnerability. It's key. Because without the vulnerability, what we're left with is everything we don't want to be with. And I can't tell you how many horror stories I've heard. Horror story after horror story after horror story. And those horror stories attached to being locked up, not being vulnerable, and being subordinate to our past. It makes us do very strange things and terrible things, certainly towards ourselves and other people. And so to understand, to feel into what it's costing you, it's like, okay, enough. Enough. And to take that stance. And today, perhaps, is that stance. You've been doing it all week. Perhaps today is yet another stance that you take. And to rid yourself of blame and guilt. and (laughs) Sort yourself out. Say what you need to say. Do what you need to do. And to leave as much as yourself here as you possibly can before you leave. Do that. Whatever you need to. Leave it here. You ready for that? Seems so. Seems so. Let us practice, you brave bunch.